Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Night from surgery after he was attacked with a hammer inside the couple's San Francisco home. Police say that attack was not random. Two new developments tonight in regards to the man charged with DUI while driving a bus full of kids in our region. More coming up. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Police say they can't talk about motive, but they know that the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, this morning was not random. CBS's Scott McFarland. Police first responded to the break-in at 2.27 a.m. inside the Pelosi home in the wealthy Pacific Heights neighborhood of San Francisco. Police say David DePepe, a 42-year-old from nearby Berkeley, broke through the back door with a hammer. The broken glass, still visible, then allegedly attacked Paul Pelosi and yelled, where's Nancy? Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Ms. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Sources say the 82-year-old Pelosi, who's been married to Nancy Pelosi for nearly 60 years, was hit several times in the head with the hammer. Paul Pelosi has undergone successful surgery for injuries, including a skull fracture. The suspect faces charges, including attempted homicide. Following the attack on Paul Pelosi, political leaders have expressed concern over their safety. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports. Capitol Police are considering additional protection for families of congressional leadership. There will be immediate security enhancements at the homes of top leaders. And by the way, this isn't the first attempted attack this past summer, an attempted knife attack on New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, not to mention the plot that was uncovered to attack Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. One of the greatest pioneers of early rock and roll is gone. Jerry Lee Lewis has died at the age of 87. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez looks back. Jerry Lee Lewis had an ego as huge as his talent. Case in point, he took offense when told that Chuck Berry, who was performing on the same bill, would close a show. So while performing Great Balls of Fire, Lewis set fire to his piano. I don't think anybody could have followed me on the stage. It was that same brashness that helped him ride out the controversy surrounding his marriage to his third wife, Myra. She was not only a cousin, she was 13 at the time. Well, I've done, I've done. The scandal nearly killed his career, but Lewis kept performing and kept recording. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Elon Musk is now the official owner of Twitter. Elon Musk has said he would open up Twitter as a free speech platform and might end lifetime bans for certain Twitter users, users like former President Trump. CBS News political analyst Leonard Steinhorn wonders... Whether Musk will expand it to include people who spread disinformation, tell flat-out lies about our democracy, and spread hateful ideas. Musk says Twitter will not become a free-for-all where anything can be said with no consequences. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. 1103, Friday, October 28, 2022. 50 degrees right now, lows expected in the 40s.
Good evening to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. We have learned that the driver accused of being drunk while driving a bus full of kindergartners home from a pumpkin patch also did not have a driver's license. And Fairfax County's police chief says this was not the driver's first DUI charge. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. We're learning that it was driver Troy Reynolds' 48th birthday when police say he was drunk while driving 44 kids from Merch Elementary School home from a visit to Farms. His license was actually revoked in Virginia because of a previous DWI, and his license was suspended in the state of Maryland. During our conversation on the DMV Download podcast, Chief Kevin Davis says Reynolds was arrested with a .20 blood alcohol level. Uh, and, and then, you know, we suspect he, he may have been um, smoking marijuana as well, so that's all under investigation. Two other operators driving the kids home didn't have commercial driver's licenses. The charter bus company has not responded to our request for comment. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. This is Kyle Cooper. The head of D.C. School says the system is moving to sever ties with the bus company Rome Charters involved in that field trip crash. Chancellor Lewis Faraby says the company claims it checked Troy Reynolds before he left for the trip. They have indicated that they do a check of all drivers before they go out to work. Uh, and there was no evidence of, of alcohol or any uh, substance abuse at that time. No kids were heard. Faraby says D.C. is reviewing all of its bus contracts given this incident. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. We've learned a longtime news anchor with our news partner, NBC4, is retiring before the year is over. Doreen Gensler announced today she'll retire at the end of November. I've been working here for more than half my life now. Those babies that I had uh, back in the 90s, two pregnancies, I have they've grown up and moved out now. And it is time for me to retire or maybe Evolve. Her career and reporting have taken her worldwide, including Bosnia, Ecuador, and on the U.S. Navy's Comfort Hospital ship. Gensler is from Arlington, but has also worked in Chattanooga, Charlotte, Cleveland, and Philadelphia. In addition to her work behind the anchor desk, she has, she's also spent more than three decades as the station's medical reporter. Gensler says, although it wasn't an easy choice, it is one she's been considering for a while. You may love the extra hour of sleep that comes with the switch back to standard time next week, but the adjustment from daylight saving time can be rough for you and your kids. It is possible, though, to ease children into the change. Dr. Tyish Hall-Brown, a clinical psychologist and the director of behavioral sleep medicine at Children's National Medical Center, says everyone's affected by turning the clocks back one hour in the fall. It takes about five to seven days for our bodies to adjust. But for some, it's tougher, and for kids... She suggests steps you can take to make it easier. One, stick with a set bedtime. The best that we can do to keep a consistent um, bedtime and a consistent schedule, the better our bodies will adjust. Have kids take advantage of daylight hours, maybe some outside time in the morning. Try skipping the daytime nap for older kids and make sure their room is dark, quiet, and their bed is comfortable. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we hear from a filmmaker from Chevy Chase whose piece is screening in different places locally, including the Kennedy Center. And that film involves an unexpected encounter with an astronaut icon. More on the way. It's 11.07. Returning to the office but worried about getting stuck? Relax, we got you. Commute with confidence when you sign up for Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. Take a look. If you 
rideshare to work, you're eligible for a free ride in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime. Guaranteed. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. No one knows where this market will go. Right now, it feels like a wild ride. One thing's for certain, there's a way through it. And the experience and guidance of a Merrill advisor can help you get there. Because where there's a bull, there's a way. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated, registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor, member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ian Crawford in the traffic center. The work zone's in full bloom in Virginia, Liz. We will start trying to get into Virginia from the free state of Maryland. On the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, delays after River Road all the way across the Legion Bridge and into Virginia, passing the George Washington Memorial Parkway. The work zone set up, single file left to get by. A lot of delays as this one catches a lot of people by surprise. After a couple, three weeks, I'm surprised that happens, but there you are. And you are expecting, you should be expecting delays on the outer loop from Bethesda toward McLean. In Virginia, on 66, the westbound work, and it is heavy and sluggish after 123, passing Route 50, and that should be a single left lane to get by. There's additional work, we are told, just beyond the Prince William Parkway. That should be a right lane to get by. Eastbounders, you've got work now forming up after 29 Centerville. Should have a couple of lanes to get by, but cannot tell which side of the road is getting by right now. And then eastbound on 66, closer to the Capitol Beltway, after Nutley Street, that is one to the right to get by inside the Beltway. Work in the Roslyn Tunnel continues both directions on 66 through the tunnel. Single left is how you get by. The crash activity and doubtless an investigation well underway. Northbound Dumfries Road after I-95. It's a left lane to get by the crash. The ramps at exit 152, both northbound and southbound off of I-95 are blocked because of this ongoing incident. On the district side, callers confirming a lot of our work zones. DC 295 northbound, that's a crash near Pennsylvania Avenue with a single lane to get by. Southbound on I-295 near the Suitland Parkway, a right lane getting by, and then northbound from Malcolm X toward the Suitland Parkway. That is one to the left to get by the ongoing work. In Maryland, 95 and the BW Parkway are quiet. 50 across the Bay Bridge. It's two-way traffic on the eastbound span without delay. There had been crash activity in Laurel on 197 Laurel Bowie Road southbound near Muirkirk Road. The crash activity and following police direction to get by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Cloudy and chilly tonight with lows in the 40s. Highs tomorrow in the low 60s with sunshine developing throughout the day. A cold start Sunday morning. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s with highs again in the low 60s as clouds build back into the area. Cloudy on Monday with some scattered showers. Best chance for rain on Monday looks to be later in the day. Highs in the upper 60s. There's the chance for a shower on Tuesday with highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 53 degrees in DuPont Circle, 46 degrees in Germantown, and 50 degrees in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 11-11. A short film written by a woman from Chevy Chase, Maryland that won Best Foreign Picture at the L.A. Shorts Film Festival will get two public screenings next week at the Kennedy Center. One Small Visit is based on the true story of a road trip an Indian immigrant family took in 1969 after the historic moon landing. Filmmaker Anisha Abraham joined Dimitri and Hillary to talk about her film. It was certainly a surprise and I think also just a testimony to my mother and grandmother's grit and resilience. And I think what happens next in terms of the Armstrong family opening their door and inviting my parents in for tea is even more beautiful. And I think this is just incredibly why this movie resonates now and is such an important movie. In part, is it because in our fraught life these days, you you maybe wouldn't think about necessarily knocking on a door and saying, we admire your work and we come in for a while? Well, it's true. I I think we would certainly pause now before doing that. And I think at the time, they just really wanted to pay their respects. And it was incredible that the Armstrongs opened their door. But I will also just add that Neil Armstrong had just gone to India on a world tour after going to space. So I think in some way there was that connection. But I think a lot of what we want to bring forward with this movie is just, again, the importance of having a shared humanity and the importance of just small acts of openness and kindness and how that can bring us together. forgot the most salient point here and that is neil armstrong's mom invited your mom and grandmother in for tea and who walks downstairs but (laughs) neil armstrong Armstrong. yes (laughs) their jaws their jaws must have hit the floor they were just astounded and it was really an incredible visit and i think um that this movie continues to resonate we in fact had the wonderful experience of showing this movie at nasa headquarters with mark armstrong neil armstrong's son and um one of the things that we talk about as a common theme with this movie is that from space the borders that you see don't exist and i think that again this is so like so important to the movie, but certainly so important in terms of the theme of space and astronauts and so on. Well, congratulations on bringing this beautiful true story forth. Can we do a little housekeeping here? If we want to go to the Kennedy Center Wednesday to watch, are are there tickets or will we be able to watch in some other way? Yes, well, it's actually being screened in a number of places. And if you can go to our website, which is www.onesmallvisit.com, you can certainly get more information. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that also will give you information. Not only are we at the Kennedy Center, but we're also at the South Asian Film Festival, which is taking place in Bethesda on November 6th. Um, We'll be at the Air and Space Museum in December. So there's a number of opportunities to actually follow us. And I'll just mention that we are in Oscar contention. So the more support that we have to get this movie out this beautiful gorgeous movie out we really would appreciate it that's filmmaker anisha abraham executive producer of the short film one small visit coming up on wtop the wizards were outpaced at home by the pacers frank's on the way with sports and also upcoming an update on game one of the world series it's 11 14 the it's always the right time deal hey want to go to mickey d's for lunch Ooh, let's go now But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's 
more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Anrahan. It's not a good night for the uh, Wizards loose. The Pacers 127-117. Wizards were down by as many as 20 points a couple times. They did cut it to six points with five minutes left, but the Pacers closed it out. They had a seven-zip run to answer. Bradley Beal, 31 points in the loss for the Wizards, who are now 3-2 and two on the season. Visit Boston on Sunday night. Lakers off to an 0-5 start. Lose to the Timberwolves in Minnesota, 111-102. Got a good one going on in the World Series. Game 1 from Houston. Astros, Phillies tied at 5-5 as they play in the top of the 8th inning from Houston. Astros are up 5-zip, but the Phillies storm back and have tied this thing up 5-5, top of the 8th in Game 1 of the World Series. Commanders visit this Colts on Sunday. They won't have linebacker Cole Holcomb. He's out with a foot injury. He leads the Commanders in tackles. Frank Handerhand, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, underwent successful surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands after being beaten with a hammer before dawn this morning in their San Francisco home. The speaker was not there, though the attacker reportedly shouted, where's Nancy? The accused attacker has been arrested in the wake of the attack. Capitol Police are considering additional protections for lawmakers' families. Rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis died today at the age of 87 in his Memphis home. Although he was best known for the classics, whole lot of shaking going on and great balls of fire, his career was upended by personal scandal. And Elon Musk is holding off on restoring any banned accounts on Twitter. He tweeted today that no such decisions will be made until a content moderation council is put in place. The Tesla CEO says that council will have diverse viewpoints. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A fire Tuesday at Blues Alley temporarily shut down the Georgetown Jazz Club. Now the owner is telling WTOP what happened and what's next for the club. Well, the majority of the firefighting work was to continue any type of fire that might spread to alternative properties. Harry Schnipper, executive director and owner of Blues Alley Jazz Club in Georgetown, says the fire was not as serious as original reports suggested. I was actually inside the building and there was no smoke. Someone from outside the building had to come in and say, we think there's smoke coming out of your building. Fire officials say it caused $50,000 in damage. Schnipper says most of the damage is from the hoses. The water damaged my grand piano and my mixing console and my amplifiers. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. 1118. 
traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ian in the traffic center. Rough ride on a lot of area roadways thanks to some road work. We start in the district, Liz, on I-695, the southeast freeway across the 11th Street Bridge in delays heading into a work zone as you head south on I-295 from the bridge. This will take you all the way down to past Suitland Parkway, maybe to as far as Malcolm X, and it should be a single right yes, a single right lane to get by the work. Now, northbounders from Malcolm X to the Suitland Parkway, you are going to be single left past that work zone. A very, very sluggish ride there as well. And on DC 295, nothing pending at the moment. Earlier crash activity we had near Pennsylvania Avenue appears to be gone. On the Capitol Beltway, from Maryland into Virginia on the outer loop. It is very slow, in fact, barely moving at all. After River Road, trying to get across the bridge and into the work zone on the Virginia side of the bridge. Single left lane is how that goes, and it's going to be going that way all night. Expect delays. Think of a plan B to get across the Potomac River. If that is where your path carries you in the early morning hours of Saturday. On the rest of the Maryland roadways, 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are quiet. In Virginia, crash activity. This one said to involve a pedestrian northbound on 234 Dumfries Road after I-95. With a left lane getting by at last report, this doubtless will be an investigation. The ramps, both northbound and southbound on 95 at exit 152A, are blocked because of this activity. 66, lots of work eastbound. The fun begins inside the Roslyn Tunnel, actually both ways inside the Roslyn Tunnel, eastbound and westbound 66 down to a single left lane. Outside the Beltway, westbounders in lots of delays from 123 toward Route 50 with a left lane getting by. There's also said to be work before the Prince William Parkway over on the left side. Eastbound on 66 near 29 Centerville. Got a couple of lanes getting by that work. And then the long, slow ride on eastbound 66 from Nutley Street heading toward the Capitol Beltway with a single right lane getting by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Heading on into the weekend, the last weekend in October, mostly cloudy skies tonight with lows in the 40s. We'll start off the day tomorrow with clouds and sunshine develops throughout the day. Temperatures in the low 60s, not just tomorrow, but Sunday as well. So a cool weekend and Sunday morning is cold. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s. Clouds increase throughout the day on Sunday as a storm system approaches the area. But the weekend looking completely dry. Now on Monday, cloudy skies with some scattered showers out there, mainly later in the day. Temperatures in the upper 60s for highs. Some scattered showers are possible on Tuesday with highs around 70 and mild. Wednesday, Thursday and Friday dry as well with temperatures warming to near and around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 53 degrees at Reagan National, 54 at BWI Marshall, 47 degrees at Dulles. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trust its same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, family members of a special police officer killed during a training exercise are returning to the place where she spent her final hours. It's 1122. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back and upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. 
Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is WTOP News. It's 1123. We're learning more about a deadly shooting that happened inside a car along New Jersey Avenue in Northwest D.C. The woman facing a second-degree murder charge may have been on PCP. 39-year-old Ariel Cooper tested positive for that substance after the shooting, which happened near Dunbar High School. Court records say the car smelled of PCP. A cigarette and filter were also found in the car. As many as 11 rounds may have been fired yesterday, and those bullets killed 38-year-old Sophia Johnson of Fort Washington. A 9-millimeter gun was found inside the car along with a 13-round cartridge. Cooper is being held without bond. Another hearing is set for November. The family of a special police officer who was killed during a training exercise is returning to the D.C. library where she was shot and killed, and they want you to join them. We now want to bring more awareness of her death. Shireen Mannion is the mother of D.C. Library Special Officer Marissa Mannion, who was fatally shot August 4th. It happened during baton training at the library where the walk is being held. The walk is family, friends, whoever can join us. That's Saturday at 10 a.m. at Anacostia Library. Next Wednesday, a grand jury will announce whether there's cause to return an indictment for the training officer who shot Mannion. Christy King, WTOP News. If you are a driver with a lead foot who often skirts traffic rules, well, look out because a crackdown is coming in the district. More traffic cameras, stricter speed limits, and road rules were part of the plan announced by Mayor Muriel Bowser back in 2015 to reduce deaths on D.C. roadways to zero by 2024. But after seven years, the numbers have gone up. So the Department of Transportation's released a plan update. The solution? To do more of all the things they've been doing and step up education and put a bigger focus on Wards 7 and 8, which see an inequitable number of traffic-related deaths. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. Some local lawmakers are again urging the National Park Service to remove the name of a segregationist from Chevy Chase Circle. It's a federal park located in both the district and Maryland. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton, Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin, and Maryland Senators Chris Van Hollen and Ben Cardin have all introduced legislation to remove the name. And in a letter today, they tell the Park Service that Francis Griffith Newlands does not deserve to be honored on federal land. Newlands had called for the repeal of the 15th Amendment, which granted black men the right to vote. He also was instrumental in keeping black, Jewish, and low-income families from owning homes in Chevy Chase. Money News, here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied 829 points Friday. That was more than 2.5%. Capital One is benefiting from higher interest rates with interest income up 14% last quarter. Government IT contractor Booz Allen Hamilton Ended the quarter with $32 billion in contracting work on the books. 
Baltimore leads the nation for zombie properties. 6.1% of foreclosures in Baltimore City are sitting vacant. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is recovering from surgery after being attacked by an intruder in their California home. 1127. Make your window treatments beautiful for the holidays. 